0: Now, are you the biggest Oilers fan in California or top 10? How would you put it?
1: Uh, you know, there's, <laughs> I think, what do they say? Uh, Edmonton or L.A. is the third largest Canadian city. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of uh, people that will cheer for a lot of the Canadian teams, really, really hope that they do well. Um, you know, a lot of the former players, you know, they talk about the young players, a bit of a, sometimes maybe a shadow from the old team, hear about the old team. But the, the the older guys, the Paul Coffees, the Fierzy, the Yari Curries, when you talk to Khrushchevinsky, they cheer for these young guys. They really want them to do well. You know, when they go to Toronto, there's former guys there cheering them on. And I watch them closely. I'll watch them in Anaheim and L.A. when they come down. And so it's it's really fun to see the maturation of some of these young guys.
0: And you have a, a connection to some of the guys on, on the current team. Tell us a little bit about uh, your relationship with Darnell Nurse and his family.
1: Well, Darnell Nurse, his family family living in Hamilton. Uh, We're close to my brother-in-law who coached football in Hamilton. Darnell's family is so crazy athletic when you think of his sister and his his godfather and everything else. It's just, it's so impressive. Um, And when he was drafted, I got phone calls to say what a great kid, what a great athlete he is. He's going to be a kid that can play a long time because he's so big and strong and durable. You know, I called Mac T and I said, Mac T, when you hear about a kid from a young age on through his teens, when everything is really, really positive, then you know you've got a good kid. And I said, you know, from everything I've got, you've got a great kid. And then my brother, who's a coach and general manager over in Geneva in Switzerland, he said Dreisaitl is the real deal. He said he's a really good player. You know, his dad was a very good player. And he said it's a great pick. And both of them have turned out to be great, great picks.
0: You must have loved Darnell scoring with that little move the other night against (laughs) the Jets.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, when you see a young guy really start, you know, because you know he's defensively sound. He is so big, he's so strong, he moves very well for a big guy. And then when you start to see the offense come into it, uh, you start to see guys express themselves. And I think take responsibility. Young players, when they say, okay, I'm going to make a difference here in both ends, I love to see that.
0: Marty McSorley joining us on the Face Off Show. We're getting you ready for the Oilers and the Bruins. Tell me a little bit about the ongoing, I know you touched on it, but tell me a little bit about the ongoing connection and camaraderie with guys you played with. 25, 30 years ago. There's some pretty special relationships there.
1: Well, you know, when I'd work at Rogers, you would see the names come across all the time Kevin Lowe, Craig McTavish, obviously Gretzky, Messier, Charlie Huddy, assistant coach in Winnipeg. And I do a lot of charity events now, a lot of speaking events, and I'll go into a place and you'll see guys. I see Paul Coffey all the time. I'll use Mike Kruschelinski. You know, Kelly Buckberger and Craig McTavish have come out to play. You know, Fierzy's documentary, they call and ask me to come in. I'll see Fierzy a lot of different events there's such a special camaraderie when you are in a team that really sacrifices to win takes a step back from yourself to be part of something bigger that's something you never give up that's something that's so so special I see Yari now whenever I see him it's just a big hug and he always says hey Marty, it's good to see you and he starts to tease me in that Finnish accent and it's really really special it's something I really cherish you know I come up here tonight I see Kevin I see Wayne I you know you see some of the old guys from playing Davey Hunter and I drove up together from Calgary today to see the game so that is something I, I really cherish and, and hold on to
0: You know, the Oilers had that incredible comeback against the Jets. They're hoping that is a springboard to some better play, to some more consistency, and some more confidence. I'm going to throw this one at you. What comes first, the winning or the confidence?
1: Well, I don't know whether you are born a winner or you learn how to win. And I think at a young age, you know, I'm watching my own kids. I watch kids, young junior kids, and I'll have GMs. They'll ask me about certain players and I'll say, boy, that kid competes. That kid loves to play. When you see young guys want the responsibility, you know, I I remember a young Robbie Blake in L.A. and I would yell at him, take the responsibility of this team. I think a lot of it is it's who they are. Like, I don't know if you wait around for a guy to gain confidence. Boy, you better be that guy. You better be that guy all the way through. Because, A. Hey, Brownie, when you're playing junior, if you want that guy to want to be on the ice in the last minute and dominate games, I think that comes with you. I, I, I think you see it in practice every day. I think you see it in morning skates. I think you see it in, in preparation for games. So I'm just watching those guys as they figure it out when they figure out where they need to be or where they best fit and how they make those adjustments and how hard they compete, not only in the games but day-to-day just to get better. And and not not to be a good NHL player but to be the best player they can
2: every day. Not everybody wants to be that guy. Not everyone wants to be the guy to have that last shot. Not everybody wants to be the guy with the pressure on them. And that's what separates, I think, the great ones – From the good ones right the great ones always want to be the best well
1: brownie i I think that's why you say some guys will say oh that guy's a good player i say he's a good player on a bad team or but this guy is a really good player on a really good team like i look at leon drysdale and he almost to me is the perfect second line center because he's such a big strong horse he wants the puck and when he doesn't get it, he comes back even deeper and almost takes it off the defenseman's stick. And I watched that last year, and I'm like, this kid's going to be a very, very good player because I saw that right away in him. And, and I, I think that's, that's more prevalent in this lineup than people think. Th- these are young kids. They're, they're young. It's, this is a really difficult league to be good at.
0: Marty McSorley joining us on the face-off show. Rob Brown has uh, jumped into the booth here in Studio 99 as well. Marty, the the game against Winnipeg, I referenced the incredible comeback. Milan Lucic got a penalty for apparently hitting too hard, (laughs) maybe being too big. I guess that's not (laughs) a penalty. I don't know. Excessive body check. You take those. those. Hey, take them. Take them. I mean, when you see that, and and obviously, you know, the, the fighting declines year after year, and, and some people like that, some people don't. When you look at the physicality and accountability in the game now, do you think it's going in the right direction, or do you miss some of the, uh, you know, tactics and accountability that might existed in your prime?
1: Well, that's a great question, I think my answer surprises a lot of people. If everybody tried to be a first-line player, which I think is should be the nature of the game, there really isn't much of a necessity for a fight. But if a fourth-line guy tries to, to, to slow down a Conor McDavid and intimidate him, now there's a need for a fight. Or there's a need for a statement. Or a, a reminder. friendly. As Dave, my good friend Dave Simenko once said, every now and then we must remind them. Um, but so if fourth-line guys are trying to slow down first-line players, they're not helping the game. The instigators... Are they better than enforcers? I don't think so. But if everybody tries to be a first-line player, I'm good with it. I'm good with the game played a million miles an hour, everybody their best ability, and whoever wins, wins. I'm okay with that. But I, I think we have to be careful that you allow certain players in the league to do certain things and they're not held accountable. I don't think that's good for the game. That leads to
2: more injuries. And are we protecting the stars or are we not? I don't know. Well, here's a question about accountability, and Reed and I talk about it a lot. So a player in the National Hockey League takes liberties on another player and gets suspended. And then the NHLPA, which is supposed to protect the player that got hurt, is now appealing on behalf of the player that did the dumb thing. How did that make you feel as a player, knowing that, okay, I just got run over by this guy with a vicious hit from behind, and he got 15 games, and now the NHLPA, who also represents me, is trying to appeal for him to allow him to get back earlier. Well, I'm going to say something that probably a lot of people don't want to hear. I
1: I think discipline should be done by an independent third party because I don't think a star his livelihood is no more important than a fourth-line player's livelihood. Both of them need to be represented to the best of their ability because they're out there playing the game to the best of their ability. And I'm not sure if the people that market the game are the best to do the discipline. And that's my own personal feeling. The the other thing to look at is if you have the puck or had the puck, everybody else's job on the other team is to hit you. Okay? That's their job. we got to... We got to really be careful about treating the guys who get hit like victims because a lot of times it's their own inability to see the game. Right? They they're playing with their with blinders on. You got to know that people want to hit you. And if you're reckless with your positioning, that has to be really strongly accountable in any of these hits. And at young ages, we've taken hitting out, which isn't a bad thing, because I want kids to play. I want all kids to play. I want kids to play and not be afraid of getting run over. But we have to be careful kids stepping in the OHO or the Western Hockey League and not being prepared to get hit.
2: Well, that's the truth. When you see players coming, this is a whole new generation of players now that have been able to skate through a neutral zone all through their entire minor hockey, all through junior where they haven't had to worry about lifting their heads. And now all of a sudden they're playing against men who, there's predators in the National Hockey League. Well, but not a predator. Guys' jobs are to hit people. Absolutely, right. Well, I mean, Connor McDavid's coming down. I'm not going to outrace him, right. So I'm going to try and stop him before he gets right. to full speed. Right. Like as as a defenseman, like I coached in the American Hockey League, and you look at the NHL.
1: The big difference are the big guys in the NHL can skate, <laughs> and those big guys, and they're looking to finish. And when they're looking to finish, and they can skate, the guy's cutting through the neutral zone. You're going to get hit if you're not prepared and you're not aware not only of what's in front of you, but what's coming from behind you. If you curl up a guy coming from behind you is tracking you from behind will finish you and so that awareness so i I think we have to be really careful with the treating guys as victims and not saying you were probably negligent in your positioning
0: marty mcsorley joining us on the face-off show i'm glad you brought up the ohl because that's where you played your junior and that's the trivia question tonight Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. I don't know if you need to give a hint. Somebody's going to know this, Marty. Uh, we want to give the winner a fifty dollars buffet royale gift card, courtesy Armor Insurance. Protect your home and business with Armor at ArmorInsurance.ca. If you get it right, you're into the grand prize draw for a one thousand dollars prepaid Visa gift card from Alpine Credits. Homeowners get approved. Visit AlpineCredits.ca. Marty McSorley played in the OHL for what team? Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three.
2: Can I, give a, hint? Can you can I give, give a hint? You can give a hint. I need a hint. Sadly enough, it's no longer there. You're that old. <laughs>
1: Well, the league no, is, the still there. is still No, the city is still there. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. it's, the city hasn't dried up and gone away. It's not an ancient Thank you, city Braille. like an Indiana Jones or something.
0: It's still... Yeah, go c-
1: circle the ruins.
0: <laughs> uh, Marty, just a, a, a quick thought on being here tonight in, in Studio 99, brand new, and a uh, chance to mingle yeah. with Oilers fans as well.
1: Well, i, I got to go even bigger than that and saying that, the, you know, the Oilers management have been so awesome. You know, when we close. Rexall the last year and bringing a ton of players back. I was fortunate enough to bring two of my kids back and what a great day. My, my little girl at that day said, Dad, that was the best day of my life. Right, came up and Jean inter- inter- uh, interviewed her. Or she was on the clock. I took them out to skate after the morning skate. Then the last game at Rexall, a brownie to see so many guys that played was so awesome, right? And so many guys that that bled for the colors, right? That bled the, the orange. I, I thought was fabulous. Um, and then to see this building and opening it and what a great what it's done for downtown Edmonton. I, I'm really really pleased. And you know, I come back to Edmonton probably seven eight times a year. Really enjoy. It. Got a lot of great friends. I, I'm. I'm so happy to be here, and, and we come up here as alumni, guys. We get a chance to, to spend a lot of time with a lot of the fans, and I sit in the bowl and watch the game with the fans and really enjoy it.